Hello everyone, welcome along to another episode of Championship Drill and your daily look at the World Cup as we enter what's now day nine of the World Cup already. Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't seem that long ago that it all started. No. Uh, but regular listeners of our show throughout the year will know that we primarily um, are a show about the EFL Championship. Obviously the Championship's on a break until one game 3rd December and then they're all back on the 10th of December. Uh, so we are doing a World Cup daily in its place. But as we said, if anyone has been with us the whole time through the World Cup, and if you have, thank you. When news does come from the Championship, we will try to bring it to you. And there's a few stories in the last few days. So mm. we figured, why not talk about them at the top of the show today? Um, the big one, you broke the news earlier today, Phil. Yeah. Um, about uh, Michael Beale. Yeah. Uh, interesting because... It's kind of, I don't want to say sink and ship, but QPR are really struggling. Um, so for people who haven't heard the news? Uh, basically, Michael Beale has moved on to Rangers um, from Coons Park Rangers. He was there before uh, Rangers. He was there before. Um, so he returns to Rangers as manager. Um, six months in charge of QPR. It's been kind of very good and then very bad lately for him. Yeah. Um, but he turned down the Wolves job recently. So, you know, um, an interesting one. I suppose being at Rangers before when they came calling, he uh, probably couldn't turn it down. So, mm -hmm. uh, but he, it could be a good move for both parties, you feel? Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Because yeah, I, think, I think it's the right time because he, I, I know he's only been there a few months and he's not there long at all. But I feel like the last two months have been particularly bad for him. And QPR, QPR currently sits seventh, just out of the promotion uh, playoffs on goal difference behind Millwall. So yeah. might be nice for them get a new manager in now in the next few weeks. Get that new manager bounce for when the games start up again. Yeah, and, Neil, uh, Neil, maybe Neil Creechie is the favourite. Who's that? Neil Creechie is the favourite. Creechie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, could well be. We'll see. Uh, so that was kind of the big news. There was, uh, another, there was another bit of news that I saw that I don't think we talked about. Um, Blackpool signed Andy Lyons. Yeah, strange one. From Shamrock Rovers. Yeah. Um, obviously, the Irish season just ended not that long ago. Yeah. So it's, um, it's kind of the off-season in Ireland, so you will start to see players moving across. Um, I suppose other news, Kolo Torre um, should be named the Wigan boss soon, we'd imagine. Yeah, I think it'll be done before the yeah thing comes Not back. Too sure what the holdup is. Um, yeah. um, Luza, who we talked about beforehand, was facing a charge for spitting in a match. He's not going to face any action now over that incident. So that's yeah. something else that happened. Um, and Rossinier, who's come in to manage Hall, has basically come out and said he wants to trim the squad down. So, um, yeah. like you said, Blackpool signing Lions. That was kind of big. Um. Big news. Ruddy extended his contract to Birmingham. I think we talked about that there there is a bit of news on Coventry that came out today as well. Yeah, which was to do with a new a new guy trying to buy them. Yeah, some guy that owns like energy drink company or something. Um, um the founder of energy yeah. drink. Um, yeah. So Doug yeah, King business then. Yeah, that's um that's William's story. Um is is he's um like we said. We broke this news before that Sisu, who currently own the club, were looking to sell uh, an 85% stake in the club. Yeah. 
um, to King, to uh, Doug King. Mm-hmm. But now it looks like there's somebody else going to come in and bid. Yeah. Uh, it's only good for him at the end. Yeah. Uh, Mike Ashley, like we said, became the owner of the stadium after the after a court ruled that King's bid came too late, essentially for the stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Coventry, but hopefully it's positive news because um, it's it's not been a great couple of years for them. Really, you know, uh, but on the pitch, the last season and a half has been very good. Yeah. So hopefully, if they can get some of that off the pitch stuff sorted. We might see a return of the the Coventry. We all, I know yourself and myself, would have grown up with Coventry as a Premier League team. Yeah. Um, in the top division for so so long. It's been yeah, yeah. a while since they've yeah. been there now, but yeah. um, they always would have been. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, um, not much more news. We will talk a bit more in depth about uh about some of those stories when we come back to the championship and that kicks off again on the 10th of December so we'll be doing championship show as well as the World Cup show then but uh, move on to the World Cup I suppose and start with Group G Yeah. and uh, a game earlier today that had uh, certainly more than it all and we missed it and the thing is as well before this game start, started I was saying to you about the keeper um... that was an interesting one wasn't it Onana yeah, I mean, it's kind of, it's almost like you're not good enough. Go on the way home. Yeah, it was like he had a fight with the manager. I, I, I think the, um, again, you, you broke the story and you were telling us, yeah, that what had happened was basically Onana, as you know, is kind of a modern keeper. He likes to play out from the back, play long passes. If you think of like the Premier League goalkeepers, you think of like Ederson, you think of Allison, you think of those kind of guys. He's that kind of a goalkeeper. Yeah. And the Cameroon goalkeeper or the Cameroon manager, Rigobert Song, was basically saying, no, you want them to be more traditional keeper, stay mm. on your line, stay in your six-yard box, make saves, you know, kick the ball long, all that kind of stuff. Um, and he basically, Onana said, no, that's not how I play. The two of them had a big fight. The manager sent him home. Uh, shades of Roy Keane and Saipan, I suppose. <laughs> um, but, uh, but there you go. And they brought in a new goalkeeper who prompted us in three goals. In yeah. what was a cracker of a game, three all yeah. between Serbia and Cameroon. Um, we missed, we both missed this. Uh, um, yeah, missed the game, but I saw, I saw extended highlights of it. Yeah, yeah, all oh, quality. Like I, uh, at Cameroon again after the first game. This is again. Yeah. We've talked about it before where they've come out the second game and there's just something happens. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I mean they were sort of unlucky to lose to Switzerland. They really were. Um, but Serbia just were so good in the first half of this game. Yeah. Mitrovic had a great shot that hit the post. Yeah. Um, but somewhat against the run of play, Cameroon took the lead. Yeah. Where the yeah. Um, so too. Yeah. Uh, um, Serbia before they equalised hadn't scored a World Cup goal in three hundred and thirty-five minutes. That's kind of mad. Um, and Pavlovic. Uh, scored with his head. A lot of headed goals today. Yeah. Also, uh, as well, I find it very suspicious that after some guy was on about the ball, I know I brought up before, but they're on about is it a new ball? Yeah. <laughs> is it a new football? Because there's a lot of goals going in. There is. Um, yeah, especially recently. Um, yeah. Milankovic Savage beat the Cameroon keeper then with low drive. You should have saved won it. Serbia at half time. You felt. They probably deserved it for how they started the game. Yeah, he should have saved Cameroon, that. Though. Saved that. 
Yeah, he should have. And Anna probably would have. Yeah, Cameroon then um, made a substitution. Um, Abu Bakr came on and he changed the game. Yeah. But uh, at that stage, before before that happened, uh, Mitrovic, a wonderful move by Serbia, it has to be said. Mm -hmm. Wonderful passing move. Uh, Tapping, really, for Mitrovic. Yeah. And 3-1 Serbia. Then... Um, I thought he was offside. I, I thought he was offside. Race player looked miles offside. It was yes. like the Serbia players weren't even bothered because they knew he was offside. Yeah, yeah. He scores. Every flag goes up offside. You're thinking, move on. They yeah, get involved. They say no, he was onside, and suddenly it's a goal, and it's three two, and it's all play for. And Cameroon yeah. really turned it on then. Yeah, and um, they were unlucky. They were very unlucky. Again, very tight offside, but onside, obviously. Yeah. You'd have to say VAR would have called back. Uh, Chubbo Moting uh, was um, uh, there to, to level from close range. Uh, obviously, used to pay for Stoke City. And the thing is, there were still 22 minutes left at this point. So, yeah. You're thinking, um, is there going to be a winner? Yeah. Uh, but both teams still in with a shout because of the draw. Yeah, just about. Yeah. Um, um, tough for Cameroon because their final group game is against Brazil and they have to win it. Yeah. But, but if they do do that... Side, you don't know what side Brazil will put out. Yeah, and it's a strange one, I suppose, when you think of Cameroon. And I think they need to start doing something because there was a time when they had great players. Like Samuel Eto'o, who's now the head of their FA. And they had those kind of players. You know, Rigobert Song himself. Yeah. Uh, they had great teams over the years, but... In 1990 is when they really, you know, took to people's hearts and they made the quarterfinal of the World Cup. They haven't been out of the group stage since then. Yeah. And it's they've been very they disappointing. Yeah. They've been disappointing in World Cups, really. Yeah. Uh, for a country that has such a, a good tradition of football and creating some great players. Um, but, you know, they've given themselves a chance. It's highly unlikely. Obviously, Anana is a popular figure too in the dressing room, so you don't know how that's going to go down. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we'll we'll wait and see what happens there. But um, good fight back, good point. Serbia now basically, if you can, if Brazil go out and beat Cameroon, Serbia know if we beat uh, Switzerland, we go through. So, uh, all to play oh, for in the oh, at least it went to the last game. That's all we want as neutrals. And that's it. That's all you want. You don't want the group to be wrapped up. You don't want too many kind of non-event games. But Serbia, Switzerland, that should be a cracker now. Um, yeah. with with one of them, whoever wins that going through a draw, obviously will put RT, Switzerland. RT did announce though, just for the games. Yeah, they will be on RT News. So uh, they will show both games. Yeah, and the player obviously as well. Yeah, and the RT player, and then I I think you know for those of you. Um, in your own countries, you take. I think ITV are showing like one of the games, and maybe yeah. one of the other ITV channels will show. And BBC will show one as well. BBC and BBC Four, BBC Red Button, or something. Yeah, like that. that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but either way, you you usually can get to see both games. Yeah. Well, uh, these days you can, but remember, years ago yeah. you'd be very annoyed. Where's my other? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I know. I know. Uh, and especially <laughs> tomorrow when I want to see Holland play Qatar, even exactly. though the better game in the group is the other one. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so Phil, Phil will watch the other game, the better game, and I'll watch Holland play Qatar. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, that's how we'll probably do it. We might split it's up the hard on it because, like, tomorrow now is the first day of the three. Yeah, three, yeah. and, and we'll go and we'll go to those in a minute. And um, so, not much else to say on this game. Really entertaining. Um, very good. Yeah, and then. The other game in this group was Brazil scraping past Switzerland. It was very similar to Brazil's first game. The first half was very bad. Yeah. Um, I was yeah. very surprised by their lineup, I have to say. Well, when I told it to you beforehand, I said Fred is possible in the possible yeah. And you were like, and no, I thought, no. I thought that's a very weird thing um, to do. And like I said to you, I said, if that is the case, it's Lucas Paqueta who they're going to move forward. Yeah. With Fred and Casemiro sitting. Yeah. Um, strange when, you know, when you think Jesus, to me, is in the squad as Neymar's backup. Mm-hmm. Why he doesn't then play? I'm sure he will play in the last game because they're already through. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to um, probably play Martinelli and he's probably going to play um, Rodrigo. And he's going to try and, you know, get those players going. He'll probably stick with Ricardison as well just because he scored two in the first game. I think, want so. To I think so. Get him going. But I think he will make some changes, not too many in the last group game because they'll okay. still want to win that one against Cameroon to keep the momentum going and to make sure they top the group as well. Hmm. Um, yeah, so, I, mean, I mean, a great goal, Casemiro, I have to say. I really... um, wonderful strike. When he first hit it, I thought it came off his shin because it came really weirdly off his foot. Yeah, and well, it seemed to hit off your man's yeah, well. but seeing it again, it's the outside of his foot he uses, and that's why it looked like it was weird. Yeah, um, he knew what he was doing. It's very hard skill to do because he easily could have screwed that wide. Uh, nice, nice build up play, but it, there was like Switzerland will be disappointed because they didn't get a shot on target in the night, and they gave it a go to be fair. Yeah. There was about 10 15 minutes in that second half that they kind of, yeah, Switzerland yeah, yeah. had Brazil on the ropes, yeah, yeah, and yeah. they just. They well, just oh, they didn't have they didn't have they didn't have to create activity. Yeah, and Shikiri was obviously a miss there. Yeah. Uh, for that kind of spark, but they defended very well. To be fair to them. Yeah. Um, Brazil had a goal disallowed for offside. At the time, we were like, "There's no yeah. way that could be offside," because it looked like they were giving it against Vinicius Junior, but it yeah. was actually a correct offside. Because Ricarlison comes back from an offside position and does get a tiny touch on the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, there was so, the right decision. The right decision. But again, the way that this World Cup is done, the, the audience in the stadium, Lord knows what they're thinking, because they don't get even a replay that we do eventually. Um, but there's no communication like what the VAR are looking at. There's no replays that were being shown or anything for the yeah, most yeah. part. Yeah. So it's it, it's really it's really frustrating because you don't know what's going on. Mm. Um, and that's terrible when when they know there's the global audience they should be showing these videos of like what's the VAR actually looking at exactly um, you know Switzerland playing for a point they almost got it I suppose yeah oh yeah and the thing is like their tactics were almost spot on uh, yeah they just I don't know they just didn't have the creativity to open up no like um, I yeah. thought Vinicius was was like um better than the last game, but he wasn't brilliant. Better than the last game, but he wasn't great. Yeah, yeah. And the goal was offside to side. I didn't think he offered them much. No. Uh, he he's always going to be dangerous because he's quick and skillful and whatever. But yeah. I thought for you know when Neymar is missing, they need someone else to step up. I don't think anybody did. No. Um, 
Like Casemiro got to go. Casemiro isn't in there. I know he hit one off the post in the first game. Yeah. And he got, but Casemiro isn't there to score goals in that side. He's there to stop them going in the other end and to yes. win the ball back yeah, and yeah. to give it to the creative players. And he's very, very good at that job. Yeah. But he's not there to score the goals. He's there to give it to the other players to score the goals. Um, yeah. And a lot of his work is comes unnoticed. Like he, again, he was brilliant again. Just... Possibly. He's, he's one of those old school midfielders where he just quietly goes about his work. I um, I thought he was phenomenal in the Champions League final last year. Yeah. Uh, I thought he was the best player on the pitch by a mile. It's a weird one. that I know I know. I'm a United fan and I love he's there, but it's weird they sold him. Yeah, I think so. Um, maybe because of his age, maybe because they didn't want to give him the deal he wanted in terms of years or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, he was he, for me. He was absolutely their man of the match in the Champions League final, yeah. and I thought he was very, very good today. And I know they gave Vinicius um, the man of the match. I thought Casemiro should have got it because I thought he was outstanding for the whole game. Yeah. Uh, but like you said, a lot of the stuff he does goes unnoticed because it's breaking up play. It's not the the exciting stuff on the pitch. Yeah. Um, but I thought he was really, really good. I though again. Um, I know Brazil have kept two clean sheets, but I think a France, in England even, a Portugal, I think they cut that defence to ribbons. Mm. Um, Switzerland opened them up a few times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And again, they just couldn't take their chances. And they were very poor, to be fair, in the final third, Switzerland. The ball wasn't always great. But, like, if that's, if that's Griezmann and Mbappe and Giroud, yeah. that's a different situation. Exactly. Uh, and I'm not saying that France will beat Brazil. I'm not saying England will beat Brazil. But I do think there's tougher tests to come for that Brazilian defence. Yeah. And I do worry about it slightly. Yeah. Um, again, just because I think they were, they've were they been cut open a little bit here and there in, in periods in a game. And I think that 15-minute spell was Switzerland's chance to get a goal. Uh, mm. And they just, they just couldn't take it. Uh, so uh, Brazil, though, go through. Mm-hmm. Um, they joined the teams that are already true. Uh, Switzerland only need a point against Serbia, pretty much to guarantee they go through, unless you know, unless Cameroon beat Brazil by two goals. Uh, yeah, stranger things have happened, but you never know. Absolutely, stranger things have happened, especially with Brazil knowing they're pretty much like they're true, but they also have a three goal advantage on Switzerland. Yeah. Um, Suddenly, it's three not three only have to win, but turn that goal difference around as Suddenly well. Cameroon, I went in 3 0 in the 70th minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, you just don't know what's going to happen, really, do you? Uh, but I thought I thought a well you know, fought for victory in the end. Yeah. Uh, but again, you know, as impressive as Brazil have in terms of their attacking players going forward, um, Switzerland also had a lot of ball and. Five shots on target for Brazil is, you know, they're going to have to do better than that oh, if yeah. they want to, you know, beat the likes of Spain, beat the likes of France, beat the likes of England. Yeah, they'll really have to turn or up a level or two. Yeah, and it, it's, um, yeah, I, the likes of Vinicius is going to have to, uh, and and to, to an extent as well, Rafinha and the likes of them, Rodrigo. Uh, I wonder, do you think he's going to, like for me, I think Jesus should play start the next game. I think Martinelli should start the next game. Yeah, I think so, yeah. And, and those kind of guys... And Anthony, and the reason, well. Anthony as well. And Anthony as well. I think the reason he needs to start the three of them in particular 
is there's going to be a time in this tournament where either it's nil-nil or they're a goal down and there's like 25 minutes to go and he's going to have to turn to one of those three and yeah. say, you know, go get us a goal, go get us into the game, go get us the win. Yeah. Um, and it's important that they have game time yeah. in order for them to be, you know, able to exactly. do that and feel exactly. connected to the squad. Uh, so, yeah, again, another group where, you know, they're going to be battling for second place. I thought Switzerland were very unlucky. And again, I think, you know, I think Serbia are going to struggle against Switzerland. I think Switzerland are just so good at what they do. But it's they're going to have to put the ball in the net, which is something they struggle to do. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't count Serbia out of that one either, just no. because as as solid as Switzerland can be, um, they they don't they haven't been creating a lot of chances. That could go either way, as to be honest, as well. Absolutely. So we move on to Group H, South Korea, Ghana, another um, strange game in a lot of ways. Um, South Korea. Dominating chances, uh, dominating everything really. The possession, shots on target, and um, they had thirteen corners. But they um, 20, Ghana, they twenty-two shots to seven. That's the kind of yeah. But again, Ghana just did what they need to do. Three shots on target, three goals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now I will say this about this match: uh, the first goal. Terribly, terribly, terribly. Um, sloppy. It's very bad, yeah. It's very, very sloppy. Um, Ghana take the lead. Um, then they get a second one, which I thought was a much better goal. Totally against the run of play, really. Yeah. Um, and then South Korea with two great headers. Two good headers. But again, if I'm Ghana's coach, I'm like, those are awful goals to be given away. Yeah. Especially the second one, he like out jumps like three players who just <laughs> stay on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully for them, uh, Ajax is Mohamed Kudus got a winner. Uh, yeah, I mean that second South Korea goal. If you haven't seen it, there's three Ghana players standing next to him, and none of them jump for the ball. <laughs> like, and, and the thing is, not... the Korean players are small as it is. Even if you're not going to get to the ball. You jump, like you're always taught as a defender, jump in the air, you might put him off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was it was crazy. Um, an English referee then as well, a bit of controversy at the end of the game. Like you said, um, Ghana retook the lead. Um, a lot of time added on, there was about 12 minutes. Yeah, who got two goals today. Um, Cho got both goals for South Korea as well. Um, a strange, strange one because... Uh, just my game, but yeah, 10 minutes added on. Ghana or South Korea pushing for an equalizer, pushing, pushing, pushing. Um, they get a corner, and Anthony Kaler blows for full time and doesn't let him take the corner. Yeah, yeah, so it is unfair to be fair. It is, yeah. really, um, the manager was raging at the at the end. Manager was raging so much at the end, he got sent off. Yeah, um, so he's not going to be there now. It's I think it's a massive, massive victory for Ghana. Yeah. Um, and I think it's, you know, um, well, South Korea technically aren't out of the tournament. They've, I think they probably know they are. Yeah, very difficult to come Um, back. Because their only hope of going through right now is... Portugal um, to put on a B-side, basically. Yeah, I mean, they have to be Portugal. Yeah. And they have to hope that either there's a draw in Ghana-Uruguay or that Uruguay win, but only by one goal. 
Yeah, but Uruguay is scoring a goal in the in this. Yeah, time. Uruguay, and we'll come to them in a minute, and we'll talk about them. They looked awful altogether. Um, I was impressed by a few of the Ghana players as well, though. Yeah. Uh, I thought. Yeah, um, players like they really do. I thought, yeah, I thought Bodaius were very good in this game. Lafferty was good. Yeah, and we talked about him before the tournament. He was kind of a coup in getting him to switch nations from England to Ghana. Yeah. Um, he's probably never going to get the England team. Well, not while Gareth Southgate's there anyway. So I can understand him deciding to go and play for, for Ghana. Yeah. And he's been very good in this tournament for them. Mm. Um, I, I think to a man they were very, very good, to be fair. Every player, every player did a good job today. Um, they did their the, job. They knew what they were doing. Except for the keeper, obviously. Yeah. The one, yeah, the keeper and those three defenders who stood on the ground. Um, looking at the player ratings then as well for South Korea, their goalkeeper obviously not great. Like three shots on target, three goals. Son had a poor game. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think um, I don't think he's fit. Yeah, no, I see. Same no. as Harry Kane, same thing. Yeah, I thought they were very harsh in terms of the player ratings that they have here. For the South Korean players, I thought South Korea played relatively well. Yeah, I just think they came up against the, a very determined Ghana side. And what a game it sets up for those who remember 2010 Luis Suarez handball on the line that, like, last minute of the game, Ghana get a penalty to win it. They missed the penalty. Yeah. You know, Uruguay down to 10 men next to time. They hang on, it goes to penalties. Uruguay knock out Ghana. So there'll be some measure of revenge, I suppose, for the Ghana. We'll be we'll be thinking about that when they go to play Uruguay. Um, Uruguay are in desperate need of new blood, though. After I suppose there, there, and I think it will be good for the World Cup to get a side like Ghana through because uh, obviously there's a chance of Senegal going through tomorrow. Uh, Morocco have a good chance of going through, so it'd be nice Equ- to get some. Ecuador are there as well. They're there both as well. Yeah, Ecuador have a chance. Obviously, they're playing Senegal tomorrow, so it's going to be one of the two of them that will join Holland. Yeah. Um, you'd imagine. Um, yeah. Obviously, Holland aren't true yet, but they are playing Qatar, so you'd imagine they will. Push it be, there. Yeah. But it would be nice for whether it's Ecuador or Senegal, but certainly it'd be nice if you got Ghana, Morocco, teams like that going through. That yeah. uh, just just to make it a little bit more interesting in the second round, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so we'll wait and see what happens there. Then the evening game, which I was kind of looking forward to, but was quite disappointed by. When the first half uh, was really poor. Really, it was really poor. awful the first half. Really poor. Um, and I think in general that the quality in the final third was pretty bad. You know, one thing um, I would say one thing about Portugal. This yeah. is the best I've seen Hernandez play from in a while. Um, usually he doesn't show up from. No, I I thought he was he was he was man the match Fernandez and he was deservedly so. Yeah. Um, I thought he was brilliant. I. Just Uruguay, but just so bad. Yeah, they're they're aging. Like I said there earlier, their team is just new blood all. I know they they did they did hit the post and um I feel sorry. Bentecourt had yeah Bentecor had a great run. That would have been goal of the tournament. I feel sorry for him, yeah. I feel sorry. He hit it straight at the goalkeeper though. Yeah. I feel sorry for him because he was so good and and they weren't. Yeah. Uh, Exactly. Um they were just very, very poor. But still not out of it. Um, no, but there are there there are two games and no goals. Two games, no goals, but they still have a point, and they do play Ghana next. So victory over Ghana, and they have a good chance of making it. 
into yeah, the next round, which I is kind of, uh, yeah. I can't see it. Yeah. Ronaldo, again, was okay. Um, yeah. Maybe. No, and um, again, I think people are going to have to get used to the fact that, um, despite what Pierce Morgan might say, um, like this isn't like 26-year-old Ronaldo anymore. Like, if you look at the players' ratings, he's actually voted the worst player on the pitch for Portugal. Um, but the thing is, you know what you're going to get from him now, and it's not someone who's going to run around and press them and, you know, take people on down the wing. He's yeah. a penalty box player now. That's what he that's, is. That's all he is. He just waits for his moment. That's all it is. Yeah. Uh, and he was poor. But I think what you need when you're a star man, and he is still probably their star man in some ways, even though they're surrounded by great players, when he, they don't play, you need someone else to step up. And Fernandez stepped up big time for them today. Uh, Bernardo Silva was very good, but we know from watching Man City how good Bernardo Silva is. He yeah. just makes it look effortless at times. Exactly. Um, he kept the ball in play there near the end. That it was like, I don't know how he got to it. Yeah, I know, yeah. To be fair, uh, Bernardo just grabbed the game by yeah. the Yeah, and then you've got the other two Man City players in Cancelo and Diaz at the back, who are also very good. Um, but yeah, I, 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 was that? I was just going crazy that Bentecourt one didn't go in because that was someone. Yeah, he just carved them open. It's up there with that Baggio goal in the night. Oh, it was it was unbelievable. Um, that Baggio goal where he ran the hole. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's similar. Uh, I can I can remember um, Saudi Arabia scoring a goal like that two years ago, maybe against Denmark. And um, Brian Brian Loudrup as well, or Michael Loudrup rather scored a goal like that eighty six, I think. Um, but. Yeah, it would have been up there with those kind of ones. But again, right, if Portugal qualify, obviously they're, they are qualified, but if they qualify top, yeah. um, Pepe is too yeah. old. They'd be, he'd be found out when they play top. top. Yeah, um, how does the draw go? Um, we'll have a look there, uh, and we'll see what group they're kind of paired up against. Yeah. Um, I know we found it hard to find the last day. Yeah. Um, But where did we find it from? Wikipedia, I think. Yeah. Uh, on the wikis. On the wiki page. Wiki's always good for them, isn't it? Telling you, telling uh, you where to go, what, what, what to do, and what have you. Um, yeah. It's way down the bottom. Okay, so... <laughs> the group A play winners, the runners up a B. Um, so... Okay, so let's go through them there. I'll go through. You can call them out. I'll go through what the groups are. So the winners of A. Yeah, play the runners up of B. You imagine probably going to be the Netherlands. Yeah. Um, but you never know. I mean, if Ecuador better the result, could be Ecuador. Yeah. Um, so let's say it's the Netherlands. They play the runners up of B. Yeah. Looks like it's going to be either the USA or Iran. Yeah. Uh, and then what happens then? The runner up of A. Runner up of A. Yeah. It's it's actually done really weirdly here yeah. now. Runners up of A will be played the group winners of B. Of B. So that would be England, you imagine. Yeah. Um so it could be Ecuador, England, and if Ecuador better Holland's result tomorrow, it'll be England Holland. So where is Portugal's group H? And they're further down. So what happens with C then? So that's A and B taken care of. C so, and D go together, do they? Or not? Yeah, basically, yeah. C and D go together, and E and F. Yeah, so C is Poland, Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico. 
Argentina playing Poland. So yeah. if you say Argentina top that group, yeah. they're playing um, possibly Denmark, if Denmark beat Australia. Yeah. That's a tough game. That would be a tough game. And then you'd have Poland or Saudi Arabia um, up against France. Yeah, so like, see that that's um, team like France would hammer both teams, I think. Yeah, I'd like to see Saudi Arabia once get through, even though you know, I do like the Polish team as well. But I think we just add something to the tournament. Like if Portugal finish top, they're going to be runners up in G. So yeah, so Group E then in F E is Spain. You imagine Spain playing Japan. Spain will come out on top of that group. Yeah, whatever. Uh, and then cost. Rica Germany. So you'd say Germany should be called if Germany be Costa Rica, Spain be Japan, it's going to be Germany and Spain go through. Spain, top of the group, yeah. will be playing either Croatia, Morocco, or Belgium. And it's hard to know what's it going is. to happen there. And um, if Morocco beat Canada, I fancy it's going to be Morocco top of the group. Yeah. And Morocco will then be playing uh Germany. Yeah. Whereas Spain, weirdly enough, will win the group and will probably end up against either Croatia or Belgium. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, like you'd be, it'll be interesting. So, G, then you're looking at Brazil probably win it. You say Switzerland at the moment, you say Switzerland will come second, Switzerland yeah. or Serbia. Yeah. Um, but let's say Switzerland come through that in second, Brazil top the group. Then you're looking at maybe Ghana playing against Brazil in the second round and Portugal up against Switzerland. Yeah. Um, yeah. So some some good potential second round titles. All, all these games be played between the third and sixth of December as well. Yeah, uh, um, yeah, we're gonna go to after the next round, the final round of matches that we're going into now, where they're playing at the same time. We're now getting rid of the uh, the four games a day and going to two games a day. Well, four games a day, but three, three, three o'clock at seven. Three and seven. Well, exactly. Irish time. Irish time. Exactly. So tomorrow, if we look ahead to end the shows, we're a bit longer because of championship news and that. Yeah. Um, we have Ecuador playing Senegal, Netherlands playing Qatar in Group A, and that's the both those games are on at three o'clock. Then Group B, we have Iran, USA, and uh, Wales against England. Wales need a minor miracle um, in both games for them to go through, but it's not beyond the realm of possibility, I suppose. It isn't, but uh, you can't, but, you can't but see it. Happens. Um, yeah, that Ecuador Senegal game is going to be a massive one. Yeah. Um, winner I, I, take I, all. That's the one I'll be I'll be watching. Yeah, I'll be watching the Netherlands against Qatar, which will probably be a depressing watch, but we'll we'll see in terms of Holland just not scoring goals. But uh, I I'd like Memphis to start the game, but I don't know how fit he is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll wait and see. He got a second. He got the whole second half. Uh, in the last game, so maybe you know, a few more days on. Oh, more training. Wants, I think he wants to put on a show because he's in the shop window. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. Plus, he's you know he's close to being their leading goal scorer of all time. There's a rumor uh, that he, there's a rumor that United want him on a, a one and a half year deal. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Gap, we'll have to put a gap until they can get in the young fella. Possibly, possibly, and um, I think he's going to be linked with basically every big club in Europe. Yeah, except um, because Barcelona want to get rid of his wages. Except for Juventus, because there's been major breaking news tonight. Yeah. Juventus. Uh, apparently, the entire, the entire board of Juventus, including the president, have resigned. Yeah, I think um, 
We already know Juventus were relegated for cheating, essentially, if you see... They've lost over 200 million in 12 months. Yeah, there's something suspicious going on again at Juventus. Yeah. Um, And I think the police are probably going to get involved eventually. Yeah, they are involved. Everyone's gone. Uh, The whole board. Um, And I think Juventus are in real trouble as a club. They'll they'll be gone this time. I don't think they can push them down again. They'll just be gone. Well, I, I think, I don't know, will they be relegated? I don't know if there's cheating going on, but I, I think the club is just broke. Yeah, and it's kind of a case of when this European Super League fell apart, yeah. Juventus, Barcelona, Real Madrid, they really needed that to happen yeah. for the money it would have given them. Yeah. Um, Juventus are in real trouble. They're going to have to sell some of their big stars, and they've already done that. Yeah, but they're going to have to get rid of some of the other. Like, I think Pogba will go again this summer, you know. Um, yeah, we, you know, I think they're going to have to get rid of a lot of players because, like I said, they've lost so much money. Yeah. Um, and like it was only last January because Arsenal were interested in Vlavic and they wanted him that they ended up paying way more than they probably should have for him. Yeah. And it was over seventy million for him, and he hasn't really done the job. Injured a lot, but yeah, I know what you mean. Um, so so we'll we'll see what happens there. Uh, so tomorrow, Senegal Ecuador. How do you see that one going? Oh, that's that. You know, I I'm going to say Senegal just because they're stronger in on paper. Yeah, I suppose Valencia has come off injured twice. Yeah. So how fit is he? Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's probably going to be key as well. A draw will do Ecuador in that game. So Senegal have to win. So it's one of those ones where I I, I hate being in those situations as a player and uh, where you know a draw will do you. Yeah. Because mentally that's kind of you, you want to have to go for a win. But in the back of your mind, it's always, well, if we don't concede, we're gonna go through. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it kind of sometimes if that gets into the player's head, they'll sit back a bit more than they should. Yeah, so we'll wait and see. Netherlands, Qatar. I think the Netherlands. Um, I don't. I don't think have to be hammering, but I think uh, win for sure. Yeah, I think Qatar. What they're hoping for is to be competitive in that game, to lose by a goal, maybe two goals, and have a bit of a goal. Um, yeah. But the evening games are interesting. Iran, USA. Iran looked terrible against England. Looked very good against Wales. Um, the USA, likewise, you know. Didn't look amazing against Wales, but looked okay. Yeah. Um, and looked very determined against England. Mm-hmm. That Iran USA game. It's going to be I don't know. They're showing England because they want ratings on TV, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how that game is going to go Iran USA. I think that's going to be a real thing. Real is if Iran, if Iran show up like they did against against Wales, yeah, that's it. I think they'll win. Yeah. Yeah. I think the USA are going to be very determined to win the game as well. Obviously, they'll want to get make sure they come out of the group after um, after they got the you know point against Wales, point against England. You know, have to win. So again, Iran are in that kind of spot where a draw might do them. Yeah, exactly. And depending on how Wales fare against England, um, actually, I think in that group, if if it's a draw between the USA and Iran, yeah, I think all Wales have to do is beat England. Mm-hmm. Um, but both games kick off at 7 so there's no like already knowing the result and what you need to do Yeah, um, yeah. and the reason for that is because of dodginess in a World Cup past 
um, where I think it was actually 1978, where I think Argentina had to qualify for the next round in their home World Cup, had to win by like six or seven nil. Okay. And the Peru goalkeeper happened to play for a club in Argentina. Yeah, and yeah. somehow they managed to leave in exactly the number of goals Argentina needed to progress um, because they knew what they needed because the other games had gone on before them. Uh, so it was a strange one. Uh, but then they said, look, we're not doing that anymore. So now games kick off at the same time. Um, and Argentina went on to win that World Cup. So, uh, will we leave it there for today and try and get this out to people before it's too late? And uh, yeah, tomorrow's game should be interesting. Um, yeah, and then you know Wednesday, I'm really looking forward to the games Wednesday night in uh, in Group C because there's so much going on in in Group C. It's it's a bit all over the show. Yeah, oh, that'll be uh, fun. Yeah. yeah, it will be a fun night. I think that one with Poland, Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico. I think that's going to be a fun night for sure. Mm-hmm. So thanks everyone for listening, and we will be back with you again uh, tomorrow.